Hello, and welcome to the sixth episode of Let's Talk Ringette. I'm your host, Robin Gillespie. There is one position in Ringette that gets a little extra special attention, because they're a little extra special. Goalies! We've got a great goalie here to answer all of your questions. I'm really excited to have Keely Brown here with me today. We do not have time to do her bio justice, but I will do my best. Keely has competed in 19 Canadian Ringette Championships, winning eight gold medals and eight silver medals. She's played for Edmonton Wham and was a goalie with Team Canada from 1998 to 2012. And she's now the goalie coach for the Senior National Ringette Team. Keely is the co-owner of Five Count Goalie Instruction, which teaches ringette goalies across Canada and was recently inducted into the Ringette Canada Hall of Fame and the Alberta Sports Hall of Fame. Keely, welcome to our podcast. Thanks, Robin. Good to be here. So we've collected some questions from players and from our staff, so let's just get right to it. How did you get started in ringette and then playing goalie specifically? Uh, I think I had the classic example of I didn't know much about the sport, but my neighbor was uh, in the car and drove by and said, hey, my dad's going to sign me up for ringette. Do you want to come too? And so I grabbed my dad, we hopped in the car, and we went and signed up. And then I think my first year, halfway through the year, it was my turn to play goalie because, mm. of course, you rotate and take turns. And my very first game, I think the score was something astronomical, like 14-13 or something at the <laughs> end of the game. But afterwards, all the parents in the lobby said, hey, goalie, way to go. Great game, goalie. Good job. Good job. And I think from that moment, getting all that special attention, I was pretty hooked <laughs> on the position. Nice. I actually played goalie for a little bit when I was younger, when you'd play part-time and half-time, but I think my parents and my dad in particular was pretty relieved when I decided to be a player, because <laughs> um, we all know those goalie parents that are a little extra stressed. Do you think your parents and your family were nervous or excited every time you played? Uh, yeah, I think it's a different level with your with your one kid being in net and kind of the last line of defense, and uh, as I've learned, as I've played out in a couple other sports, but... When you're goalie, you're, you're, the good things are magnified, but your, mag, your mistakes are magnified a little bit too. So mm-hmm. a little hard on my parents to watch sometimes, but they also got to celebrate in the really good things I got to do too. This is a question from a player. She asked, how do you stay focused when you're losing a game? That's a, that's a really good question. Um, the tricky part with being goalie is the score really kind of shows how you're doing in a game sometimes, but it's not you personally. So I think it's important to recognize that it's how the whole team is doing. But sometimes you've made some mistakes and sometimes you've made some really great saves and not everything goes up on the scoreboard. I think the way that I stay focused is that after every single goal, I try to just think about how the goal went in, think about what I should do differently, and I do that quickly. And then in my mind, what I say is I'm going to make the next five saves. So in my mind, by saying I want the next five shots to come my way, I keep my confidence, I keep leaning towards the ring, because if I don't want people to shoot on me, I'm going to lean back and the ring's probably going to go pie me. Right. And the more I want the shots, the more I'm focused on making those saves instead of being scared when they come back in towards me. Mm, That's a good idea. Um, Another question from a player, Uh, they asked, do you or did you ever have any weird superstitions before or during games? I'm laughing because I think this is the the classic goalie answer is (laughs) that I realize that goalies have the reputation of being a bit weird. So (laughs) I 
I'm a little bit more weird that I try not to be weird. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> trying so, too hard to cover up. <laughs> yes. So in my mind, I have routines and I have things that make me feel comfortable and help me keep my confidence, but I try not to be hooked on those in case something goes wrong. Mm. So it's not that I have to be at the rink X amount of time before I have to put this skate on before that skate. I actually had a game once. It was with the Wham where I totally forgot my skates. Oh. <laughs> yeah. One of those days where I had my player coaching bag and then mm. I had my goalie bag and I forgot to put my skates in there. So mm. if that was my routine or my superstition, I would have been toast for that game because my skates were late. <laughs> so yes, I try to have things that make me feel comfortable, but I try not to be relying on them so much so that if somebody taps my pads the wrong way, my entire game is a disaster. Mm. Why do you think people think goalies are so weird? <laughs> well, it's, it's a unique position. You're kind of on your own, but you're part of a team. So you have a lot of time. This is the fun part with the little goalies yeah. that kind of circle around their net and don't yeah. watch the play. You have a lot of time to think on your own, but you're also within a team. And so right. you're you're different for sure. <laughs> and I think too, when you get older and higher level, you do have a lot of individual pressure on you. Like, yeah. yes, I know scorers feel that and I know yeah. defense feel that, but goalies, you feel a lot of pressure. So you kind of have to deal with that. How has goalie training, development, and instruction changed from when you were moving up through the ranks to now where you are the goalie coach and instructor? Oh, it's definitely changed a lot. I think when I was growing up, I was really lucky that my first team, it was a petite B team. One of the uh, assistant coaches, she was a player, so she was an older person, maybe older for us, so she was <laughs> late teens, but she brought her boyfriend, uh, who eventually became her fiance, then her husband, and he was a goalie from hockey. Hmm. And so they coached us from Petite B all the way up until I think maybe my first year of Open. Wow. They coached us all the way up. And so I actually had a goalie specific coach as well. He was an assistant coach too. But he dealt with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis with a lot of the goalie things. Um, I think a lot of teams back in those days, I guess in those days, they didn't have a lot of goalie-specific training. Mm -hmm. But what was unique for me, too, was that, yes, he had a hockey background, but he really tried to understand the game of ringette mm -hmm. and got fully immersed in our game. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it's great to have some goalie coaching from other sports, but ringette is such a specific sport that the skills that you learn in other sports aren't quite applicable when you get to the higher levels of ringette. So I think nowadays, like when I started on the national team in 98, 2000, mm -hmm. we didn't have a goalie coach for the mm -hmm. national team. Wow. And so if I wanted equipment for the national team, it was me to find my own sponsor. And if we had questions about how to play Finland and how to play or scout the exact players, it was me doing the scouting with our coaches and me trying to figure out how to make the specific saves that I need to based on the shots that I was getting. So now it's great that we have resources and we can email the goalies. I can keep in touch. We had the BC goalie came last weekend mm -hmm. to play a Wham and Black mm -hmm. Gold Rush. And so she just emailed me and said, hey, I'm coming. Can you come watch my games? And so me as the goalie coach uh, scouting for the national team, I come and watch and give her some feedback and let her know how she's doing. Oh, great. So you and Heather Conkin co-own Five Count Ringette Goalie Instruction, which employs dozens of goalies and instructors across the country. Tell us about how you started that program and what it looks like today. It was a neat idea. It was uh, between Heather and I, we kind of realized that our playing days were potentially, I guess our high level playing days mm -hmm. were coming to a close. We still play together in open A. Yeah. But for me, I wanted something to be able to give back to the sport. And it wasn't that I wanted to go on the ice all the time by myself. It was more with, I guess, my legal background and Heather's in HR. So mm -hmm. our backgrounds is that we wanted to set up a good structure so that people looking for goalie instruction from ringette goalies 
and our older ringette goalie instructors. So once people get into, say, U19, we start trying to recruit them as instructors. Mm. But we wanted to help organize it for everybody. So we put the instructors in touch with the associations and the teams. We put together the ice plans. We have progressive ice plans throughout the season. And we put together weekend camps and camps in various locations all across Canada, just based on demand, but also based on if we can get enough instructors to help us out too. Right. So we get to a lot of ice times ourselves, but we realize that we can't do it all. Right. <laughs> but we do want to make sure that ringette goalie instruction is organized and structured. And it's, it's a great sport, so we want to make sure that the goalies get the top ringette goalie instruction for them. That way everyone's not necessarily learning the exact same thing, but everyone's learning sort of the best practices and the best way. Yeah. To, well, and let's be program. real is that a lot of ringette goalies get uh, instruction from hockey mm -hmm. instructors and they're learning one pad slide and they're right. learning different rebound controls and they're learning things that aren't applicable when the goalies get to U16, U19. Mm -hmm. And for sure, if you want to play in the NRL or especially on the national team mm -hmm. is that hockey skills aren't going to carry you through. Right. Ringette players have so much control mm -hmm. and they have such amazing shots. So as ringette goalies, we need people that understand those differences. Right. Switching gears a little bit, um, ringette switched to using small nets at the U10 level about three or four years ago. Um, the idea was to use smaller nets or right-sized nets at that age, and the thought was that would increase the chances of a young goalie having success in saving it and sort of keeping up the confidence and wanting to keep playing that position. And it also improved the flow of the game. There wasn't so many blowout games. It wasn't every time there's a shot, there's a goal. Do you think this change has been helpful to young ringette goalies or has achieved some of those objectives? Yeah, I definitely, I think the changes, all the changes actually in ringette from shot clock all the way up to right. everything has really improved the flow of the game. I like to the cross ice or the half ice where you get more touches with the ring and um, I'm actually coaching my daughter in active start one, so she's, she's four. <laughs> and yeah, she's, I'd say she's the weakest skater, so I pop her in net <laughs> when we scrimmage sometimes nice. just to give her a chance. But I think uh, smaller nets, yes, might help the scores be a little bit tighter, but big nets, small nets, it's all how you deal with the score. I started in my first game, the score was huge, mm -hmm. but it was how the parents treated me after, right. and it was how I felt about the saves that I made. That was the big difference. So mm -hmm. it's, yes, if you're letting in lots of goals on big nets or small nets, it's mm -hmm. how do you pump your goalie up? How do you make them feel right. when they actually made one save? If it was a, you know, somebody just hit them or hit the post, tell them yeah. that they did a great job right. and build up their confidence. In Alberta, at the beginning of every season, or at least lately, there's been this mad scramble in a lot of associations just to find goalies to field teams. Um, what do you think we can do to get more athletes to play goal? Uh, I think a lot of associations and even Ring at Alberta, Ring at Canada, there's a lot of great ideas out there that you guys share among yourselves. Mm -hmm. I think key is messaging, messaging to parents that you get free uh, free equipment with a lot of associations. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you don't have to buy goalie equipment and you know you don't need the brand new best equipment in the world, you just need some equipment that fits. So you get equipment for free. I really, really support that the younger teams rotate goalies. I think it's a lot of it is the parents that don't want their parents or their kids to be goalies mm -hmm. and I get that, but I do think it's really important for all the kids to try. And I think if you have that on every single team where every kid has to try, like I know I have two kids and both of them for sure are going to be goalies. I'm the complete reverse, right? Yeah. But I want my kids to understand how to score goals. Mm -hmm. I want them to understand what the players go through. Mm -hmm. So I think parents, even if your kid's going to be a forward on the national team one day, you want them to understand what their goalie's going through and you want them to understand what a goalie has to do so that they can beat the goalie. And I think by rotating goalies and making sure everybody tries it, then you get a lot of kids that actually like it. 
and you get some kids and some parents that understand that it's not that bad of a position and you can try forward, you can try goalie, you can try defense, you can try everything. And then when you get older, you can specialize. So it is, it's the same with just playing one sport. I played lots of sports growing up. And I think what I learned from basketball, what I learned from inline hockey, from ice hockey, from badminton, all those skills also helped me be a better ringette goalie. Some listeners might not realize this, but you're the Keeley behind the Keeley glove. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you designed, uh, so you designed the, uh, what we call the Keeley glove, which is a specialized ringette goalie glove to be used instead of a hockey trapper or a second blocker or that tiny little broom ball mitt. What led you to design your own equipment? It was a really neat opportunity that uh, the owner of NAMI equipment, he came to me and uh, I knew them through other sports, so through inline and ice hockey, and they said they wanted to get into the sport of ringette. Is there anything that ringette goalies need that mm. they don't currently have? Mm. And right away I thought for sure. I was using a little itty bitty glove when I was younger, <laughs> and then when I started letting in goals on the glove side, mm. I said, well, maybe I should move to a trapper. Mm -hmm. And then I had terrible ring distribution right. with the trapper, and then I switched, I put my stick under my arm and threw with my blocker. Yeah. And then eventually I switched to throwing with my trapper, but still not quite as accurate. Right. So it was something that you needed the size to be able to make the saves. Mm -hmm. You needed the protection on your hands so right. that you didn't get killed with your shot with the shots when like playing uh, Team Canada and Finland. Yeah. They have really hard shots, and then you also really appreciate the accuracy of the tosses. Mm. And so we put those three together and kind of came up with that idea. And we have a couple new tweaks in the works, so mm -hmm. hopefully we can get a new glove coming out soon. And cool. like heads up, little plug. But Stay tuned. Yeah, I just <laughs> I think it's really neat that they took the time to get something specific for what we needed. So everything else kind of covers. Like you can have a trapper that makes the saves, mm -hmm. but then your ring distribution is affected. Right. You could have a smaller glove to have great ring distribution, but then your saves might be affected. Right. And the blocker is similar, but blocker is a little bit different shape and a little bit trickier to make those saves too right. that sounds like a lot <laughs> but of it is very very odd being an object so i think i was playing yeah. with the the wham when it came out with the players that were all right. my age and they did their very best to call me the keely oh. <laughs> look there's the keely there's somebody wearing you on their hand and so yeah they turned it that in would be hand. weird maybe quite, should have thought of a different name <laughs> it was a little bit different but it is quite neat that's funny <laughs> I had asked some goalies and some goalie friends of mine what they wanted people to know about being a ringette goalie. Mm -hmm. And Mickey said, it's not the same as hockey. It's a completely different style of play. So you've played ice hockey and inline hockey. Could you elaborate on some of the differences between being a ringette goalie and being a hockey goalie? Yeah, and I think especially when you have younger players and they're wondering what sports to play and where to go, is that like I played university ice hockey. I played in the National League for ice hockey, and I played a goalie on the national inline team for 10 years, and I still coach there too. So I have played goal in a lot of sports. And... I'd say ringette by far is the hardest to be goalie for. Ooh, I, I like that. <laughs> you forwards and players out there, but you guys, they have so much control over the ring. Mm -hmm. And now with those ring, ring jet sticks. So mm -hmm. I played back with stingers and yep. like before the ring jets where you could just basically roof it from two feet in front of me. Right. But in my other sports as goalie, I get away with a lot of sloppy techniques, mm -hmm. if you will, and a lot of laziness. And even right now playing open A is that I need to actually try and I need to be on my angles. I need to push high in my crease and I don't get away with like sliding around on my knees because they can roof it over me so quickly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't get away with slacking. So I think uh, ringette as a sport itself, it's you always say once people start watching the game of ringette at a high tempo game, they really, really appreciate the sport. So you've played at that high level. You coach and you instruct all over the place and you still play in that open A league. What has kept you in ringette for so long? What's so special about ringette? 
Uh, I think it's it's definitely the people. It's the friends, it's the trips, it's the travel, it's the hanging out together in the dressing room. And at this stage, it's going out afterwards for a bite to eat or things like that. It's uh, I took a year off when I had my first child, and I didn't play that year. I coached the national team a little bit, which is more in camps and things like that. But mm-hmm. I found that I really missed having time to get together with people. So I like coaching the national team means that I get to travel. We just went to Ottawa. I've been to Montreal in the last couple months for camps. And we get to hang out. We get to do things like that. But I really like just the, the scheduled time. Because you always say, let's get together. Let's go for dinner. Let's do things. Let's go to a movie. But it's really hard to fit that in. So mm-hmm. when, when we get our open A schedule, you see what you can make. And, you know, my daughter practices every Sunday. So right away we have things that we do together as a family and things that I get to do individually as a person with my friends. It's actually the ex- almost the exact same answer all the little kids give yeah, they want to hang out with their it's friends. It's the people. <laughs> well, and that's when you start coaching too or when you have parents is that you realize, like, my daughter, she She's not a good skater. She's not doing much out there. She's probably icy and wet and cold by the end, but by the end, she loves it. Yeah. And what she loves is that I go on the ice with her and I drag her around by her stick and we play and we have fun. Yeah. She gets to be with her friends. Like, she doesn't care whether or not she scores or whether she received the pass. She cares that she went out, we got to play on the ice together, and she had fun. Nice. So, a few more quotes from some goalies um, about what they wanted people to know about being a ringette goalie. Bree said, it's challenging, but when you make that unbelievable save, it's totally worth it. And then I razzed her a little and said she wanted to be on TSN and everything. Oh, yeah, TSN. We should have highlights. We should. Um, and Kiana said, dedication, passion, and willpower, and the belief in your abilities is 90% of being a goalie. So what do you want people to know about being a goalie? I think, honestly, being a goalie sets you up so well for pretty much anything else in life. Is it like it's fair to mention I'm a lawyer I work for the Edmonton Oilers and I've been there for 12 years and I was the very first lawyer in-house that they ever had and the stress of being a lawyer and drafting those big deals I don't do the player deals so (laughs) I do more of the background the corporate deals but that stress compared to being a goalie on the national team and having our game watched live across Canada the stress of real life is nowhere near the stress but also the enjoyment of playing in a sport And yes, I've been on the national team. The last time we've won the gold at a world championship was in 2002. And so it's been a long time. So we've had a lot of silvers. We've had a lot of losses. But each of those programs and each of those years and each of those championships had amazing experiences on top of the fact that we came home with a silver. So I think being a goalie, it's a lot of stress and there's a lot of really, really obvious mistakes that you make because it goes up on the scoreboard as a goal but there's also a lot of really neat things that come with it is that you guys you get to play with other goalies you get to play against other goalies like it's neat that the people that you've mentioned Bree and Mickey and Kiana I know who all those goalies are like you mentioned first names I know who they are I've taught them I've worked with them and played against some of them but it's just neat you have your own little community within the community and is there anything else you want to share with the listeners um I guess the summary of the whole goalie, ringette goalie talk is uh, everyone should try it, first of all, to get an experience, but I think it's, it's time to give your goalie a hug. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now you know what we go through, and yes, we're a little bit different, but we are holding the fort for you back there so that you guys can play. And if you are a younger child, younger player, or if you're a parent of younger kids, let them try it. Let them have fun. It's not going to be their whole destiny and down the road, but maybe it is. And if there is 
then you know that when they try other things in life, they're going to have a good solid basis for how to deal with stress, how to deal with working together as a team, how to be uh, like communication, time commitment, you name it. Is it right away when I'm looking to hire people in our in our organization, when you see someone that's played sports, team sports, and when you've seen people that have had key roles on teams, those are people that you want on your work environment and in, in your group as well, because you know that they're developing the skills that are going to help them get better for life. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time today. This Good has fun. been excellent. And uh, yeah, you heard that here first. Go hug your goalies. <laughs> yeah, hug your goalies and say thank you for being there. <laughs> It is Monday, December 3rd, and here is your Ring Out Roundup. Well, the NRL season is nearly halfway done, and the Western Conference standings are as follows. Edmonton Wham is in first place with a 10-1 record and 22 points. Calgary Wrath is in second place with a 9-3 record and 18 points, followed very closely by BC Thunder, who has 17 points. Manitoba Intact is in fourth place, and the Black Gold Rush is in fifth place. Leading the Eastern Conference is Reef Sued Revolution in first place, followed by Montreal Mission, and Cambridge Turbos are in third. Calgary does not play any games in December. Their schedule will pick up again in January. Wham and Rush will be playing Manitoba on December 15th and 16th in the Edmonton area. Game times and locations have not been finalized yet, but keep your eye on the league website, nationalringatleague.ca, for all schedules. There are three tournaments happening this weekend. The Cochrane Classic, the Rockyford Ringers Tournament, and the South Calgary Ring in the Holidays Tournament will keep those U10 and U12 teams very busy. December 14th to 16th will be a busy weekend for some AA teams in the province as Central Alberta Sting will be hosting their Icebreaker Tournament in Lacombe. All info about tournaments and events can be found at ringettealberta.com tournaments. Let's Talk Ringette is produced by Ringette Alberta and created using Anchor.fm. I'm your host and producer, Robin Gillespie. Sharon handles all our social media. Special thanks again to our guest, Keely Brown. Remember to check out her camps and instruction with five-count goalie training at ringettegoalies.com. If you have any questions or comments regarding something you heard today, or you'd like to suggest a topic for a future episode, send me an email to robin at ringettealberta.com. Want to get an update every time a new episode is published? Head over to ringatalberta.com slash let's talk ringat and fill out the form. You can also catch up on previous episodes at anchor.fm slash let's talk ringat. Contact information, new episodes, policies, and news can all be found at ringatalberta.com. Until next time, see you around the rinks. <laughs>